we are in the hotel the night before the game all right we mm-hmm. were sitting in the meal room they got called football on the night before games right on, on the big screen while we're eating our meal and when i tell mm-hmm. you that everybody is in that meal room dialed in everybody dialed everybody. in watching colorado versus colorado state, colorado state. exactly like and they're exactly. literally like jumping at every exactly. single little play to start that game like it was exactly. as if we're watching the super bowl What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of The Warner House, presented by 33rd Team. I'm your host, Fred Warner, as you know. Uh, we are coming off a huge win, huge win in LA against the Rams. We are now 2-0 to start the season on the road, by the way, which is incredible. That's exactly how you draw it up. 1-0 in the division. Very, very great start to the season. Uh, but we will talk more about that game a little later on. Uh, as you can probably see, my my beautiful and wonderful wife is not here with us at the Warner Warner Home or Warner House today. She is currently uh, on her way back home from Alabama, and it has been a long two weeks for her as we've been on the road. So I'm very happy that she's going to be back soon. But for now, man, oh man, I cannot wait for this one, folks. I think this will be a fan favorite, uh, to say the least. We have our very first guest of the first season of the Warner House. Here with us today, uh, this is a fifth-year linebacker out of Tucson, Arizona. Went to Arizona University, Bear Down, and uh, we will we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, he's part of the best linebacking group of the entire world of the 49ers. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Demetrius Flanagan Fowles. Everybody, oh, give it man. up. Give it up. Let's pop it up. All right. Flan. Man, hey, welcome to the pod, baby. We're happy Thanks to have you. Thanks for having me. How are you feeling, buddy? Uh, big one you had yesterday. Oh, yeah, feeling great. You know, coming off a big yeah. dub, obviously. It's always good to – it's a two-for-one divisional yeah. opponent mm-hmm. and then an NFC West opponent. So, you know, it's always good to beat the Rams. <laughs> it sure is. What? I think that's huh? Yeah. So, uh, that's yeah. big time. Nice. Uh, I think um, – What's interesting that just actually came to my mind is, uh, you know, people don't really know how diverse of a, of a linebacking group that we have in terms of not not even diverse on the field. I'm talking about diverse in life. Right. All right. We, we, we like to we like to, yes. to dabble in different things off the field. You know what I'm saying? Flan, of course, is maybe yes. pro- Flan is probably the most diverse of the group. So, Flan, I want you to kind of tell the people yes. some of the things that you that you like to do in your off time off the field. Uh, some of your interests, aside from football, kind of just let the people know a little bit about who is Flan, by the way. Flan, that's your nickname. That's what we call you, Flan. Uh, go and tell the people yep. a little bit about yep. yourself. So, I mean, obviously, I'm Flan, and I just – I'm just I, – I like to find – I like to, you know, describe myself as a real mm-hmm. easygoing guy. You know, people think I'm I'm goofy, and then I'm just, I'm just this funny dude. But to be honest with y'all, I'm just – I'm just a nice little calm and collected dude who just likes to, you know, read people and read other people's faces and see how they go about their lives. And I like to comment a little bit if it's, you know, yeah, or if it's, you know, he's doing something, he's doing something well. So, you know, I like to do that, man. I like to, I like to chill. I like to play video games, you know. Um, I do not like going outside as much. You know, that's something that me and uh, the old lady kind of, kind of, but heads yeah. at, but you know, I you know I like to cook on my spare time mm-hmm. when I have time, and I just started taking pictures. So that's is that right? I do new. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's news to me. Right? Photographer. What, what you what you be taking pictures of? Anything, just trees, people, cars. I mean, you just Sierra. Take, you go outside, so I'm thinking you over here taking pictures of your house or something. Well, this this is this is before obviously before the season before. Oh, we started training and everything. Yeah, that's when I was season activity kind of for you know just you know that's just my off time type deal. Okay, great. You know, yeah, no, that's that's awesome, man. We love that. We love you know having a little life off the field. You know, obviously me and Sydney love mm-hmm. to do do our thing off the field. Uh, we are actually big foodies as well, and I know that you, you yourself, 
you know, enjoy a little food, you know? Yes. Now I will say to the people that don't know you as well as I know you is you're a little bit picky. Mm -hmm. You're a little bit more pickier when it comes to. I'm not, I am not, I am not picky. I'm picky on desserts. And that's pretty much (laughs) literally, literally, like literally, I'm not a picky. Okay. All right. Hey, listen, I didn't even have to say, all right, you said pickier with the desserts. So go ahead. I know we're not even, we're not even talking about football. We literally just, we're talking about literally flan and just yes. kind of, you know, just some little, dip. okay, let, talk to the people about the, the desserts. All right. I don't know what you. Yeah, okay. Listen, desserts. listen, first and foremost. All right. Listen, fruit and, and fruit and dessert do not go together. Like, I don't understand why people get this misconception of, yeah, I need to have a strawberry dipped in chocolate or I need to have some raspberry sauce on drizzle, drizzle on top of my cake. Like oh. that junk don't make no sense to me. And then we got the whole ice cream and cake deal that people like to do the whole hot and cold. Like it makes no sense. Bro. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't get, I don't get down with it at all. I still don't like it really, it really grinds my gear. Ice cream and cake. Like that, that's the one that grinds your gear. It doesn't go together. It doesn't go together. It doesn't go. Literally. I tried it a couple of weeks ago. I had a nice little mash roast butter cake and, some ice cream and i just i i tried it i was like you know what? let me see what these people like and i couldn't get behind it it's not it's not a good combo <clears throat> okay so you like a nice basic dessert just if you're gonna get the, if you're gonna get the mastro's butter cake just give me the straight butter cake don't put any syrup yes. on it don't put a little strawberry no. next to it or on top no, of don't it don't ruin it don't, don't ruin don't, it don't ruin it he says okay don't ruin that's it. that's an interesting take we'll, we'll kind of get the, the fans feedback on that one uh in the comment section when when they watch this but uh, I'm I'm big on all desserts. I'm a you know I'm a big ice cream cat. So yeah, no ice cream yeah, cake. Know. That's is oh that's like a wild wowzer. That's 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 normal. That's normal. I feel like there shouldn't be there shouldn't be no no pushback on that. In my personal opinion. Okay. All right. Well. Whatever. <laughs> um, uh, so moving on. Uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about college football before we get into the NFL uh, life here. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know we're coming off of a, a huge weekend as well for the BYU Cougars. Uh, going on the road into Arkansas, who, by the way, might, you know, might as well say I'll play Arkansas alum. Pine Bluff. You know who's an alum of Arkansas is Big Dre Greenlaw, another one of our LB mm-hmm. brothers. So we had the you know, I mean, put Yes, we, it was just out of just. We just wanted to know who was going to be better, me or me or them. All right, me or him. All right, All right. and uh, we won. It was a huge win for us. Uh, we on the road. We beat them up pretty huge. Good. SEC ball, huge. SEC ball isn't, I guess, isn't what it's cracked up to be. You know, I guess Big Twelve BYU ball is where it's at. Um, but how are the Bearcats? Or is that what it's called? Bearcats, Wildcats. So first and foremost, you're going to call your. You're going to say the BYU Cougars had a huge football win against the bottom of the barrel SEC. As a matter of fact, they might go ahead and kick Arkansas out. Wow. Of SEC. That's how bad. Wow. Yeah, we're that's the, we. To be honest with you, I don't, hey, I don't, no, I can't no, get behind them. Listen to this, boy. They're gonna tear you. Hey, up. listen, I... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Are they the Wildcats or the, I forget, or the Bearcats? What is it? They're the Wildcats. They're the Wildcats. They're the Wildcats. They're the Wildcats. You, you know that. I, I, it, played I, I, I forgot, literally, because y'all think it's Bear Down. Right? I don't know if it was Bearcats or Wildcats. Listen, it's it's a whole thing. Trust me, like it's a whole thing. Back in the day, they talk about John Button Salmon or Salmon. He uh. His last dying words was saying bear down, and, and we kind of, from there, we went on. This is before my time. This is before your time. This is back in the day. So from now on, that, that's what we call it, and I'm rocking with hey, it. It's bear down. y'all, boy. Y'all need it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's, like I have asked probably a couple of times now, how has the season started for you guys? Oh, it's going great. It's going great. Two and one. Um, we beat up on NAU, which post two. Um, and then we uh, – we lost to Mississippi State back in Mississippi State. Um, double overtime game. Yeah. Came down to the wire. A couple of mistakes we had on our end that will get corrected. And then we went ahead and, and got a back on track game at UTEP. Okay. Took care of that. And then we come up here to uh, the Bay Area to uh, get a nice little confidence building game against Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> so it's looking good for us, man. Looking good. Oh, looking building good. Game. Proud. Wow. These are strong words. I'm proud of them playing as music yes. tonight, huh? Okay, yes, uh, yes. All right. and I'm sure you'll be present at that game. Uh, I will absolutely be present. Wow. Yes. Okay. yes. Hey, that's that's amazing. Great. Yes. That. You can come as well if you want to. Huh. We'll uh, we'll see. You know, we'll see if it's in the cards. Uh, I might I might make a showing. We'll see. Yeah, man. It's on Saturday. See some good football. 
Yeah. Okay. Hey, I mean, we got that Thursday night. Time. We got that Thursday night prime time coming up, so we we mm-hmm. might have some time off. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, just to kind of pivot back a little bit, let's let's reverse back. Um, you know, something that had came to my mind when you were going to be on the show today. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking back about how we even got to this point that we're at now, right? Mm-hmm. You coming on to the 49ers. I don't know if a lot of people kind of know your story and how you even came to be a part of this team in such yeah. a huge way that you are now, the special mm-hmm. teams ace. I mean, I can call it special teams captain uh, of that unit, you know, leading the troops, Mr. Do it all on the defensive side of the ball can play Mike, can play Sam, can play Will, you know, Mr. Reliable. They can't get you out the building because mm-hmm. you just know everything so, so darn well that mm-hmm. you have no choice but to keep you can you keep making plays. But I don't yeah. think people re- really know how that that journey started for you. So kind of take the people through how it started for you coming coming onto the 49ers. Yeah, so coming in, I came out out of U of A as a safety. So I was a safety in uh, college, and then uh, <laughs> Johnny and uh, D'Amico Ryans and Coach Sala, they, they, they called me and said they wanted to put me at linebacker. And then I was like, okay, like, you know, me, the giddy-up the giddy up guy that I am, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it, da, da, da. but I didn't know they were being serious. <laughs> so we get so after 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 you know going undrafted and signing here undrafted, um I come into I come into the facility and I'm like, okay, what meeting room do I go to? Like do I go to the safeties or do I go to the linebackers? And the D B actually uh Coach D B actually pulled me to the safeties and told me to go to safety for uh for the rookie mini camp. After doing that, you know, <laughs> Miko kind of gave me a little side eye talking about, you going to play linebacker or what? And I'm just like, I, I, I don't know. Like, what y'all, what y'all want me to do? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then after, and then before going into OTAs, uh, Coach Solid told me, yeah, you're going to go to the linebacker room and you're going to kind of, you know, learn how to play linebacker. And, and to be honest with y'all, like, I, I ain't never, I ain't never visualized myself playing linebacker in this league at all. Like, it's something that's, crazy i'm talking about i mean we watched the clip of my first ever play mm-hmm. it's a run action the other way and i'm buzzing to the left like because i can't i can't tell if it's run pass yes and stuff like that so you know it's it's it took a it took a while and then doing that first year obviously they didn't i didn't really get much uh playing time in the preseason because they wanted to stash me and develop me into being a linebacker and then during that time that's when i was able to see players like you and Quan. And actually, Dre and Aziz as well kind of, you know, blossom into the players that they are today and, and kind of learn and pick y'all heads. And even in, even if, like, I wasn't really talking to you directly, I was still just watching you guys' mannerisms and seeing how you guys operate and seeing how y'all, you know, go about y'all business. So from then on, like, after that after that year, then I kind of just took that everything and kind of folded it into my own thing. And and then this came into I am today, man. And just, like, obviously, you know, with special teams, that's kind of something I take pride in. I want to go out there and try to make every play that I possibly can to lead the troops because I think that's a very important part of the game and it always will be. So, you know, that's just kind of how I how I kind of I blossom. You know, like you said, able to stay in the building. Man, what a story! Going from safety, people don't understand. Going from safety to linebacker at the NFL level is not something that people they just go they go willy-nilly tossing guys in there trying to say, hey, you're going to play in the box, taking on offensive linemen, reading your keys in the box. Like, it's a whole different type of position and transition uh, to try to make that move. So it wasn't – and people think that it's something that it's like it it happens overnight. It's not. Like, you you mentioned it. Like, there's some some clips out there that we can pull up where it's like, yeah. Yeah, like, God damn, what are you doing? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, it it, it gets ugly sometimes, but – I mean, your dedication, the way that you've worked year in and year out, being here all year long, training at the facility uh, with the 49ers coaching, strength and conditioning staff, like, and, and working your craft, mm-hmm. all those little details, all those little things, they add up over time. And they, it's a compound effect that every year you just continue to get better. So, like, mm-hmm. man, that boy Flan just does it the right way. And, it, and he's reaping what he's so Now he's a rich man. Okay, so now, uh, and also what I was thinking about was, you talk about that 2019 draft class, uh, yeah. and I mean, obviously you weren't drafted, but you talk mm-hmm. about you, Dre Greenlaw, mm-hmm. Aziz yep. Alshair. Yep. 
that's three hitters in the same draft class. I think that might be, I mean, and I'm putting, I'm, I'm being humble right now because I got to put myself aside in this. I think that might be yeah. the best linebacker cl- draft class in the Shanahan era with the 42. It has to be. Those three right there, you yeah. talk about Aziz going off, being paid somewhere else to be the starter at, in Tennessee, Dre yes. Greenlaw, uh, all pro, pro bowl type caliber player. Exactly. And then you, I exactly. mean, that's, come on, like that's. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one right there. It's up there for sure. It's, it's up, up there. there for sure. I, I put y'all at one. And then I'm I'm at two, even though it was just, it was just one guy. But <laughs> it just it just you you kind of holding that. Over yeah, I'll hold down the two slot. But y'all three, yeah. that's that's a hit right there. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, now so let's we we talked about it at the beginning. Let's talk about this huge win that we just got. And you know what's funny is that literally was yesterday. Uh, yeah. It doesn't feel like it. it feels like it was a few days ago. But it, yeah, we're talking about time flying. Yesterday, right. uh, this time we were what we were on our, our plane ride home from. From LA back to uh, San Jose, California, uh, with a big dub under our belts, uh, coming out of SoFi, and uh, man, let's let's talk about it. I think the thing that I always take away from going on the road to SoFi and playing in LA is it's not an away game for us. Like that thing never... is rocking with nothing it surprises but jerseys. Yes, it, it surprises me like how like even like when they go on like their third down that it gets loud. Like I, that makes no sense to me. And I don't know if it's legal or illegal to pump sound in your stadium. Cause clearly, <laughs> clearly if it's illegal, then they, they, they need to be, they need to be investigated. Cause that's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it gets loud in there with, cause they don't have a lot of blue jerseys on their side. So it, they don't, it should only be loud on our third down. It's not theirs. You're right. Um, but I mean, that just goes to show you like just how, intense our level of commitment is within our fan base and mm-hmm. if they're if they're in striking distance as in they're right down the road to go to la and, and show out like they're going to show out and they do every single yes. time we go down there and play them uh this, yes. was, this was the first time we played in the home reds on the road against those guys and that was pretty that was a pretty good night to see us in the in the home jerseys uh yeah that all that red in the stands as well Mm-hmm. And that helps us, honestly. Like, I mean, giving us that energy, that juice to be able to battle it out in a tight, a tight battle, a tight fought game. Like, we didn't, yeah. we didn't go in there saying like, "Oh, we're just gonna blow these guys out." Like, no. Like, the Rams are always no, a tough. Definitely. They're always a tough fight. Like, they know us. We yeah, know absolutely. them. Uh, every single time we played them, it seems like it's always been like in a crucial moment of the season where we need, like, we need a win. And so yeah, we're, always playing, we're always playing them desperate because we know like what time it is with them every time. So uh, yesterday was the same exact type of deal. Like we had to fight them all exactly. the way through and we ended up exactly. winning it out. Yeah. Another, like you said, man, like we know, we know them, they know us and they can scheme us up well. We can scheme them up well. So it's always, it's always something new when they're going against our defense and we're in, in our offense going against their defense. It's always another element to it that, that it's just not just athletic ability. It comes more to X's and O's and how can you put this guy in this spot, how we can be a little bit more on the details and stuff like that. So it's it's always it's always something. Exactly. Exactly. I think uh I think you talked about it on third down, um, how loud it was getting and you know I you know I had to have me a little a little play on third down in that game. Uh yeah, you know, we, yeah, 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 yeah. we we dial something up for your boy on uh yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah, what time yeah. in the game was that? I think that was like third Late third quarter, the game. Yeah, the game was tied. It was. I think it was. I want to say it was twenty twenty at the at the time. It was. It was, was a it? ball game. I mean, up to that point, we hadn't been able to kind of get in a lot of whole lot of pressure on Stafford. He was kind of dinking and dunking no. us all game long. They were they were yes. taking exactly what we were giving them all game. We went in yes. with the game plan that we had to eliminate the explosives with him because I mean he's such a outstanding talent and player and veteran quarterback that knows mm-hmm. exactly how to mm-hmm. play the position, how you want to play it. And right. I think there's like some sort of stat with him and explosive plays and winning games. So we wanted to limit the explosive plays, uh, which yeah. I think for the most part we did. But then that just resulted in in a lot of short, Long short games, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, not not generating a lot of pressure. So there was a lot of longer sustaining drives. I think we played a total of like 70 snaps this past game. 80. Some it was it was a long game. Yeah, and it so was, it was a uh, sure. crucial point in the game. Uh, we're tied. It's a tied ball game. I think we got them back. We we happened to we were able to stop them on first and second down to get a, a third and man a third and uh, favorable for us and dial up mm-hmm. one of the pressures where they got me involved in the in the rush. 
this was a new one that I think we installed this week where I was going to shade over to the, to the right side of the center. And then they were going to have me just loop around around the guard. And then I was going to have to defeat the guard to then mm-hmm. make it to the back. And then we got a whole bunch of other stuff happening with amongst the D linemen. I think Eric was looping over into the opposite a gap. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm wrapping around a little wider because I'm thinking like that guard's going to, he's going to first step down to Eric and then he's going to come out mm-hmm. to me. So then I'm going to have to make sure I like kind of chop or give a swipe to kind of defeat the guard. So I'm coming out that thing wide, like coming yeah. around. Yeah. And the guard never steps out. So then I'm like, yeah, he never, he didn't see you at all. Like that thing opened up like the red sea. I'm sprinting through. Bro, he didn't like, see okay. If he's not blocking me, then the back has me. That's, that's usually what happens at the guard in the side. Too. Yeah. I'm looking the back's nowhere to be found. And so I'm running like, ain't no way. I'm like, this gotta be a screen. Yeah. It gotta be a screen. Like they, 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 oh, they got me. All right. I'm running through there. There's yeah. gotta be a screen. And I'm like, I'm already, I'm already full go. I'm not about to stop my back. Yeah. So I'm full go. And I'm right in Stafford's face, and he winds up like he's about to throw it. And they always tell you, they always preach, don't jump. Don't jump. Yeah, don't jump. Because you jump, and then all of a sudden he's going to sidestep you, and then, ah, oh, dang, right, what are you doing? Mash the hand, mash the hand. But you know what our coach Johnny Holland say? <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes some instincts got over, over, uh, to override something, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, when you see that ball being hung up like that, I'm like, oh, ain't no way he – about to not let this go so i jumped up in, in his face to where he wasn't mm-hmm. able to, like bring it back down and sidestep me and i just kind of literally just fell on top of him yeah and yeah to the ground and you know how to have my little my little two-step ready yeah little, Man, little, little, little two-step there. i never know if i'm gonna get back there i spoke on it in the preseason when i had the little bosa yeah and i was like i always gotta have some in my back pocket just in case i do get back there so you know, I had to do my little hit, hit my squabble. You know, what I'm saying for the LA. Yeah, uh, I personally think you got to use that. You got to use that from now on. Nah, you got to keep doing nah, it. In my nah, personal nah. opinion, I think you got to keep doing it. I ain't gonna lie. We was running on. I seen you hitting it. And I started hitting it on the sides. I'm running on. I'm like, oh no, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I start hitting it right with you. I hey, I need that right video. You, right? I need that. Hey, I start hitting it right with you. I need I said, that video. Okay, yeah, I need to see. Up. I need to see Flan hitting it. Yeah, no. I was like, okay, yeah, we teed up, and then Dre over there gonna slap you in the back of the head. Because up to that point, you know, we hadn't had a whole lot of momentum and a whole lot of of just good positive like plays being made. I think we had a, a huge pick by Isaiah earlier mm-hmm. on. Yeah, but I think that was a crucial moment for us to kind of yeah get them backed get up and, and get that sack. Um, yeah, and really get momentum, get things going. Uh, but yeah, that was uh that was that was a good little play. That was a decent little play. Uh, Isaiah's, Isaiah's INT, to speak on that a little bit more, that was in a point in the game earlier on when, like I said, they were sustaining drives. They drive. Yeah, it wasn't looking good. They backing us up a little bit now. All right. And then they, it they wasn't looking down good. there and towards their towards the goal line. Not not super close, but close enough. And mm-hmm. I don't know if he if he made that play on a second down or third down. I think it was second down, wasn't it? I think it was. I think it was, I want to say third and I want to say Maybe it was, it was third, third down. down. I know, I know the exact yeah. concept they were running. They ran hooters, which means that they're trying to do a high, low concept where they're, they're right. somebody right in front of me to try to hit right behind me. So I'm making sure I kind of stay back to get in that lane just in case he do want to elevate that throw. And Isaiah is kind of sitting lower for the running back when he wants to throw it to the running back. And right. That's exactly what Stafford did. He he tries to dump it off to the running back. The running back wasn't ready for it. It pops up in the, into the air. Nope. My eyes get wide. I'm like, oh, snap, because I'm running down there to help with the tackle. But I see that ball pop. Yeah. Isaiah, you know, he got them long arms. He he put, a long put arm. his left arm out. And I'm thinking, ain't no way he finna catch it. So I'm getting ready for the rebound. I'm like, all right, Ben, he's going to sit that thing right up to me. Boom, he's yep. it with one hand. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. This boy to go. Yeah, bless that boy. This boy yeah, to go. Boy, that- that boy, that 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 play right there, bro, had everybody like, oh, because like you said, man, like we was down there and it was just like we were looking at the time, looking at where they were out in the field, like okay, like it's it's getting kind of it's getting kind of scary. I know we all expected to win the game, but now we just like okay, hold on, like what, what, what's going on? And then when that play happened, it was just like oh, the whole the whole sideline just got a big sigh of relief, like oh, okay, we all right, <laughs> it's all right, we okay, we all right, yeah. so. No, that was a huge play, huge moment in that game. And you know how it is with the turnover battle. Like, you gotta, you got to mm-hmm. take the ball away to give yourself the best chance to win that game. And in a tight game like that, those little ones mean the most. Our offense doesn't yeah. give the ball away, and then we take away two, uh, I think, three, including a fourth down stop. 
uh, yep. to help us win that game. So very big play. Isaiah mm-hmm. had an incredible game. I think that was huge for him and, and his confidence going yes. forward to be able to be Absolutely. the guy at the nickel position uh, that we need him to be. And I'm, I'm so happy mm-hmm. I'm so happy for him and with him about uh, about that game. And then speaking yeah. of speaking of other key players uh, on their side. Yes, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. On their side, good, boy, good they Lord. got one. Good Lord. They, good they Lord. Listen, look from the sideline. Looking from the sideline, looking at looking, looking at dude. I'm just like, my goodness, like what what kind of who is like who who is, who is this? this? Who is this? who is now this? to to go ahead and reveal who we're talking about? Of course, a Brigham Young University product, BYU product, mm-hmm. Poop Nakua, yeah, yeah. uh, younger brother mm-hmm. Kai Nakua, who I played with at BYU and who played for us with the Niners. His little brother Puka got drafted in the fifth round to the LA Rams. And I've I've kept I've kept track of his career with BYU, and uh, I mean the kid was a baller at BYU. Like the dude, yes, did it all. Made the crazy catches, run after catch. The physicality was there. Jet sweeps, jet sweeps. Like I mean the the dude was a baller at BYU. So um, I remember going to the stand. They were playing Stanford last year. They played Stanford, and uh, Kalani Satake, the head coach, he asked me to come talk to the team at the at the team hotel, the Marriott that they were staying at. And so I, I, they had a team meeting. I stood, I stood in front of the team, gave my little two cents, bop, bop. They ended up winning, of course. And then they were uh, inspirational. <laughs> they ended up, <laughs> ended up winning uh, the, the game the next day. But anyway, after I talked to the team, uh, Puka came up to me after the uh, uh, the team meeting, and we were just chopping it up, man. Like he's asked, he's picking my brain about, um, you know, what, what's made, made me have so much success in my career in the NFL so far, things that he should be doing, uh, off the field. Like, and when I'm talking to this kid, I'm like, bro, this dude is just dialed in. Like he knows exactly mm-hmm. what it's about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you talk about having the right mindset. So then fast forward, the Rams get him, and I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. He gets drafted in the fifth round. And then you start hearing a little church, like this is for BYU cats. You start hearing little little things outside of a training camp that like he's having himself a camp. Like the the coaches mm-hmm. are loving him, Cooper Cup's loving him. He's doing his thing, and like anybody can ball in training camp. Like all right, whatever, like, right. all right, cool. You have a cool little training camp. Good. Week one in Seattle, bro goes yes. off for over hundred yards, over ten catches. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They don't just give those out like they chump change now, no, especially for a rookie no. in Seattle. No. Of all places. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Tough place to play. Now, anybody can do it once. We know that. Right? Right. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'm 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 show, I'm I'm for sure showing my respect. Like I'm not going in this game thinking like he just a nobody like I mean I, no, like I said, I've seen what he could do. Mm-hmm. He goes off and goes for what, fifteen catches for one forty something? One forty seven. One forty seven. Bro, like I'm talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, like he balled, like, um, and I'm happy for him. I mean, I'm not happy that he did it against us, but I'm just right, happy exactly. for him and his success to have this type of start mm-hmm. to see most in NFL history through their first two games of, of the rookie year exactly. uh, in both categories. No. So, man, round of applause. For he was out there playing like creative player. He's out there playing like creative player. Yeah. Madden creative player. Just going, just, I just. Just he was just catching the ball and just getting falling forward, getting yards after catch. I'm just like, God, man, sure handed. Yep. Just I, he would just. I mean, I don't know how. I, I just don't. I was just looking like, damn, like, he caught it again, <laughs> again. <laughs> he he actually again. had a couple I'm drops. Like, he could have had a couple more. He, he did have a couple drops, but like they came in like, a, yeah, he could have had like twenty. That's seven. what I'm saying. Like not twenty was in the stats, but like you know what I mean, like that just goes yeah. to show you like what type of game this dude had. Like, dude, dude was going, dude, oh, he was snapping. Yeah, so, you know, we show, we show that boy's love. You know what I mean? That's, exactly. that's that's pretty impressive, man. Keep doing your thing. Exactly, man. Yeah, keep um, doing your thing, bro, for real. So, let's talk about on our side for the game. Let's let's give a couple of picks, offense and defense. I'll, we'll, mm-hmm. Me and you will both pick one guy on, on either side of the ball to kind of give our, you know, player the game, game balls to on either side. And yeah. I'm – I'm gonna let you go first, so I you I'm not gonna I, so I don't steal somebody that you're trying to say. I'll give two of my own players, and then you give two of your own players. So for defensive wise, on our end, I'm gonna have to go with Isaiah Swicken because you know what I'm saying this is finally 
you know, it's hard coming from a different system and then coming into our system because, you know what I'm saying, we're really, we're really, really aggressive. So for him to kind of continue to build and continue to build his confidence and finally, you know, when the lights shine on, he's on there and he's out there and he's balling and he's coming into his own, getting that big pick for us, getting that big fourth down stop for us, you know. So I, I definitely got to pay my respects to him and give him, you know, one of my game balls or one of the game balls. Then offensively, I'm going to have to go ahead and give it to Devo simply because, you know, a lot of people don't understand. Like, there are some things that don't really pop up on the stat line that he was doing, like he what he was doing in, in against the Steelers and doing a little bit of things he was doing there. So for him to go out here in, in, in week two and kind of, you know, do what he does on a regular basis kind of, kind of you know, gives him, you know, here, like, this, this, you know, you legit, bro. Like, you ain't nothing – <laughs> you Debo. So it was good for him to go out there and, and, and snap and see him come into his own. Absolutely. I think for my picks, offensively, I think the easy choice here, obviously, is Christian McCaffrey. All right. The, the, guy, yeah. the guy is AI, as Johnny is Johnny uh, Hunter likes to call him, but not AI in the fact that other people are probably thinking in, in terms of Allen Iverson. Yeah. AI meaning artificial intelligence. Intelligence. All right. <laughs> You see this guy running, he's gonna be running just like this. Perfect, perfect form. Perfect form. Exactly where to hit the hole. All right. He he, he missed a do it all. I could sit here go on and on about the dude. All right. You know, you know he's dialed in. He knows what he's doing. Uh but I also want to give a shout out <clears throat> to uh another possible player of the player of the week candidate on the offensive side, Aaron Banks. All right. Yes. Aaron Banksy. Yes. This is an offensive Sleeper. lineman. Offensive guard, left guard next to Trent Williams. Trent Williams gets all the love, right, because he's all pro perennial Hall of Fame freaking tackle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Banks is having himself a heck of a start now. All right. Two weeks, no pressures. Two weeks. That's crazy. Zero pressures, zero sacks given up, zero hurries, zero anything. All right. Yes. Dude has been a stone yes. wall and has balled out through the first two weeks. I haven't seen much of the tape. I'm sure it looks exactly how you, you want it to look. Given the the stat line there, um, but he's had a heck of a training camp. He always had a he had a great year last year. He just didn't really get yes, a lot did. of notoriety because yeah. um, yeah. it was kind of his first year as the as the full time starter. But mm-hmm. um, having a great start, and we're gonna need him all the way through to play in this way. Great. So, Aaron Banks, shout out, and then defensively, um, lots of guys to go around, lots of guys to choose. But I gotta go with my guy Dre Greenlaw. All right. He's not getting he's not, he, he's not getting a lot of love right now. We gotta <laughs> my linebackers, dog. Dog, like I don't understand why he does it. Like it's, it, it kills me because when you look at Dre and then you look at our other 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 linebackers out there on tape, I'm just like, come on, man. Like what, what are we what are we doing? What are we doing? It, are we doing? Like why are we even having a debate? Why are we even having a discussion right now? Exactly. And I think it's you know, so he led the team in, in tackles this week with twelve, and. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even. I mean, I, I, the dude is just all over the place. He's a he's a menace. Yes. Like yes. You, look up, you look up the button, bro. Got twelve tackles. I'm like, oh my goodness, yes. like, where did those come from? Yeah, watch the tape. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Just big old collisions, bro. He did have. Now you talking about a dropped interception? He had himself a drop interception too. Late. He did have a drop. He said, do it right in his chest. Routes on the air. We, we're not gonna speak anymore on it. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, hey, happens mm-hmm. to the best of us, baby. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're coming. Yeah. They're coming, and they're going to come in bunches. Yeah, it costs millions now. It, it don't, that ball costs millions. You know, you got to take, take them all home. So, I'm gonna give it to my guy Dre Greenlaw. Shout out to LB. He's best in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, looking forward, all right, we put that one in the back. We're two and zero on the road. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Going forward, we got us a big task here coming up. Thursday Absolutely. night football at home for the home opener against the New York Giants. After going two and zero on the run, on the road, all right. Yeah. I talked about this in uh, I think preseason or something, where I was like, man, you know, it'd be so lit is if we just go two on the road. We beat we beat the Steelers, we beat the Rams, and we go play at home in front of our fans in prime mm-hmm. time with the throwback mm-hmm. Reds on. Mm-hmm. That thing gonna be jumping, rocking. All right, like rocking. This is exactly the moments you dream of, folks. All right, he's playing on yes. prime time, being an undefeated football team in the NFL. Yes, yes, yes. Um, talk to the fans a little bit about 
what does a Thursday night work week look like? Because this is a very shortened schedule compared to what we're usually used to Monday through Saturday before a Sunday game. So kind of run through what the, the quick little Thursday schedule looks like and how, man, you, you know, how we got to go. It's honestly, dog, like, and it, even when I describe it right now, it's kind of hard to kind of, you know, visualize because it's very, it's very clustered. We have to do first down and third down in the same day. Um, we have to we we have to make sure we sleep a lot, we hydrate a lot, we have to recover, and we I mean like we can go over we can't really go over corrections from the previous game because we have to hurry up, and we got to jump on the the Giants and see what they're going to give us and game plan for that. Like so, obviously you know we're not really doing much on our body. It's kind of all mental right now. So we just got to make sure you know we just lock in and and, and watch as much tape as we can before we go out there on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you kind of you touched on it right there at the beginning. You talked about we have to go over second down, first, second down, and third down all in one day. Yeah, people don't understand exactly. that throughout the week we kind of block things out depending or uh, uh, depending on the day. So like that first day of the week, we go through all right, first, second down, run, pass game. All right, second day we're going to go through the third down uh, game. All right, third day we're going to go through their red zone. It's very detailed. It's very routine the way we do it week in and week out. Like there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of prep that goes into preparing for an NFL football team. And so a Thursday night game is where it's kind of like they throw you a curveball. They're like, hey, we're literally going to do every we're going to do three days work, three days worth of work in in one day, in one day. Yes. And it's like, okay, wow. Not only am I having to try to get my body ready after going hard. Uh, on some turf, by the way, uh, against yes. a divisional opponent, to now get yeah. get my body right to play hard on a Thursday night game in front of the whole country. I, it's the mental the mental part of it, trying to figure out all right how mm-hmm. I can make sure we're as prepared as possible going against the Giants as we can be. Mm-hmm. So you know those are the, that's the things you got to juggle, and uh, we'll be ready. I'm not worried one bit about yeah. it. We we do it yeah at, you know better than everybody anybody in in the world at at uh, making sure we're prepared. Uh, yeah, definitely. So I'm excited about it, man. That's gonna be, that's gonna be fun, boy. Like you said, man, undefeated at the crib. Mm. <laughs> nothing, nothing like nothing it. like it, bro. Nothing like and it. Levi Stadium, man. I think it's slept on. Honestly, I think it's kind of just like very man, underrated. Very underrated stadium. Um, you know, it's, I just, I just love playing there. I love playing on I grass. Love I love playing in front of our fans. It's just a nice traditional home stadium. Absolutely. Um, beautiful California weather. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can ask for much more than that, honestly. No, you can't, you can't ask for much more. I mean, you kind of hit it on the head. Like, it's it's just – it'll be a great day to play a little bit of ball. Yeah, good play to play a little ball. Uh, so, let's kind of go around. Let's see what are, what's kind of the, some of the headlines either around the sports world right now. Let's talk a little bit about um, Colorado and Woo. Mr. Prime. Primetime, Deion Sanders, Colorado. They just came off a huge win against the uh, Colorado State. What, what's their mascot? The Rams? Uh, Colorado State? Yeah, the Rams. The Rams. Rams. Ram Grid. Okay, so we, we just beat the Rams. They beat the Rams, so there's a little bit of uh, mm-hmm. similarities there. Yeah. How, how do you feel about that whole uh, the um, the revival of the Colorado Buffs? Um, through I, Sanders, I personally love it. I, I personally love it. Yeah. If I if I had kids who were of age, and I'll tell them, look, we going to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> it's lit over there, bro. They got that thing turned out, bro. Dog, do they? Turned out. Bro. You got Key Glock over there. Offset, The Rock showing up. I think Marvin, uh, Michael Irvin showed up last uh, last week. Little Wayne. Singing a song, man, come on now. Like, you can't, they, nothing like it. That's how you get kids to go over there, and they're doing it the right way, and I love it. I love it. Let me let me just take everybody through how how incredible of, of a time this is that they're, like, the, like the, the, Flan just touched on everything that's going on over there. We are in the hotel the night before the game, all right? We mm-hmm. were sitting in the meal room. They got college football on the night before games, right, on, on the big screen while we're eating our meal. And when I tell mm-hmm. you that everybody is in that meal room dialed in, everybody dialed everybody. in watching Colorado versus Colorado State, Colorado State. exactly. Like, and they're literally exactly. like jumping at every exactly. single little play to start that game. Like, it was exactly. as if we're watching the Super Bowl. Exactly. Like, 
Exactly. That in itself right there, that's all you need to know about what about what uh, Dion has done to that program. Exactly. And so, man, I mean, you talk about a story, and it's in his first year, too. Like, imagine how he's mm-hmm. going to be like next year and going forward to have both your yeah, – everybody going to go for Both balling on either side of the ball, like, that's – that's exactly yeah. how you everybody. He's gonna have the top recruiting class next year easily. You think so? You, easily, oh, regardless, Bama, regardless Georgia, of how they finish. Uh, all those. No, they they gonna want to go play. They gonna want to play for him. They're going to do. They gonna go want to be on the field with Lil Wayne. You know, rapping while y'all running out. Like they they want to be kids. Want to be a part of that. Like you they got their Twitter. Like, they got their Twitter names on the back of their jerseys. The on the back jerseys. of their jerseys. Like man, especially with the whole nil thing going on. Come on, man. Like they, they trying to get on that big screen. Listen, that's what it is. They doing that thing the right way. They doing it the right way. They doing that thing the right way. I mean, and some people hate them for real. Like they just don't like the fact that. that yeah, and I, and I don't understand, I man. That doesn't make no sense. It's not orthodox at all. Um, but I gotta respect it all the way through and through. Yeah, I mean, shout yeah, out, man. shout out to the, the Colorado Buffs and Prime, man. Like, yeah, people shout out to Bowling for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that happened around the league that we uh, that we missed or that we that we should. We should speak on nothing really coming to mind for me. Um, nothing really coming to mind. I am shocked either. to see that the Bengals have, have started zero and two. That's not. Yes. That's not like them. Um, they had a lot of hopes going into the season, and that's not to say that that you know that's a an indicator of how their season's going to go. But yeah, no, nah, because didn't they start zero and two last year? Did they? I I don't know, but I think they they didn't have a good start last year, and they ended up going to the conference championship. So I feel like they'll figure it out okay. down the line. All right. I mean, yeah. If they, that's, if they did last year, then that goes to show you that that start don't even yeah. matter. All right. You won't. I think I got one. Uh, Bijan Robinson. Okay. He's a five-two-zero kid from from the Tuck. He went to Texas. He over there in Atlanta going crazy. <laughs> he going crazy. I think he had like one forty yesterday rushing or something like something crazy like I, some a total yards of rushing. I didn't look at the stats. Uh-huh. I wasn't really gluing my eyes on the staff, uh-huh. but dog, I'm talking about making making cats miss okay. left and right. Just make just making it look easy. You know what's so a, you know, obviously shout out to him. That's that's impressive uh, if he did, if he did get 147 because he's not even the one. He's not even the cowbell over there, like the one that's getting yeah, you know, all the carries. Like they they got I think mm-hmm. three guys who are getting all who are getting carries. Yes, uh, yeah. Algier, another BYU cat. Shout out to Koo, who is yeah. a tough tackle by the way. Playing him last season, that dude is. My Very goodness. stout. My goodness. Um, and then I think Cordell Patterson is still over there, uh, told yes. a little bit, right? Yes. So I mean, yes. I mean, too, like that. You, you're only going to get so many touches, so you got to make them count. Mm-hmm. Making them count for sure. I mm-hmm. mean, it seemed like he's doing his thing as a rookie. That's, pretty, that's thing, pretty impressive. Boy. Another thing I thought of, which you would, uh, I'm sure you'll respect this, New mm-hmm. England Patriots, field goal block, bro, sprinting. <laughs> Talk about it. Good, and I'm man, and and to me, I'm like, I wonder if, because I didn't really, I, I've seen it on Twitter, but I didn't really get to see like the wide, you know, we get the wide view on our tablets to kind of see what he did. I don't know why, I don't know why more teams don't do that. Like, why don't we? Why don't because because as the as the the wing on on the field goal, like you have no chance of blocking that cat, like because you have to stand in one spot, or if you stand in that one spot, you gonna open up the seat game. Mm-hmm. So. Dog, that's a hell of a hell of a play. The reason the reason why people don't not everybody does it is only because you have to time it up perfectly in order for that to work. You know what I'm saying? Like it's right. not something that yeah. like yeah, they obviously saw something on tape that they were like, okay, oh, when the when the holder taps his hand on the ground, like how we kind of like you know, mm. went about the whole thing. Yeah. And when he taps his hand on the ground, that's when you're gonna start, and then you're gonna uh, bow, bow, bow. exactly. And you know, they didn't end up winning that game, but that was a pretty pretty sick play. Yeah. Now that you say it, they're not gonna ain't nobody can do that again. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. the one, that's, that's, that's a one that's that's a that's a one and done thing. Like you can't you can't now everybody gonna be switching up their snap counts to make sure that, that doesn't happen Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. Okay, so this is the part of the, the segment where we start talking about some uh some of our fan questions that we were getting from the comment section uh of our previous video. And by the way, continue to send those through. We love them and uh you might be chosen on our next show. Uh, so for our first question here, <clears throat> we have at I don't even know how to say this. Flamog, flam, flame OG. Okay, flame OG for WJ, um, and it says, "Big fan, Fred. My question is, who is the funniest teammate you have?" Wow, 
Now, hey. Anyway, what are we talking about? Hey, hey, hey. We're talking about it today. We were talking about it today. We were talking about it today. That's actually crazy that this just came up. Now, Flan. Give it, don't, 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 don't do this. Don't do it. Give it, give me, give me my flowers. Wow. Give me my flowers. <laughs> give me my flowers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> listen. All right, listen. All right, Flan is by far probably the funniest cat on the team to me because I know him very well and I'm around him every day. All right, we got a lot of funny cats yes. on the team. I'll give it to mm-hmm. Flan. Now, Flan has this thing called Flan Thoughts. All right. Yeah. And it's something that I don't know. When did when did you start that? Go ahead and tell the people a little bit about Flanthos. What even is that? When did you start that? Man, like I literally just started that out of the whiff. Like just like you know what? I'm gonna just start posting my unpopular. I like to call them unpopular popular opinions. Oh, and I started that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I started that. I want to say I started that last year in the off season, and I just started giving, you know, like the whole the dessert ice cream. Thing. Yeah, and, okay, the dessert, dessert thing, and perfect then, example of that. Yep. <clears throat> Exactly, and and how everybody drives out here in in in, in California, which is just ridiculous. It, oh, it's, it's driving like people's driving. The driving out here is yes, it, it, it's it's awful. It's awful. You know, I hit on a couple of common sense things. I like to just you know nip some things in the butt on my. Is there any uh, is there anything on your mind right now that you want to share with the fans? Any popular unpopular opinions? Uh, any Man, thoughts that are kind of going through your head. That you want to talk man. about, man? Oh, man, I, I, man, listen. So, I'll say this because I was talking to. <laughs> this is weighing on you. Yeah, I was waiting. I'll listen. I was talking to. I was talking to uh, my girl last night, man, and she was just talking about you know feelings and whatnot, and I'm just like, listen, like <laughs> she talked about how you know all feelings need to be validated and i'm just like listen no hey hey hey, 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 hey wait we're getting into murky water here brother we're getting into murky water here all right hey hey I said no. all right hey listen listen hey kira might be Lance's girlfriend by the way kira she might be watching the, the pod yeah, right? not, we don't wanna, hey, we it ain't, want it ain't, it ain't i wasn't saying her it's not her i'm not gonna say it's not her feelings in particular i'm just like listen like all feelings do not need to be validated like i don't i don't believe that you're not getting nothing off of your feelings Okay, so the That's plan, the plan thought is thought. that not all feelings need to be addressed. Is that what you're saying? Validated. validated. No, 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 not addressed. They're not all validated. So you could talk about it a little bit, but it's just like, come on now. Some things are just kind of over, overzealous a little bit. Whoa! There's my, there's, there's my two, there's my, there's my. Okay, two that cents. gives the people a little sense of what this is, like the little flan thighs you got. Oh, like, it, it, get, it get popular. It gets spicy. Opinion, so, hey, it gets spicy. Keep, keep coming, buddy. Spicy, hey, those, man. those are great. People love those. <laughs> All right, our second one. Uh, we got at Amanda, Deanda, Amanda Deanda. Uh, she says, if you could have anyone on the defensive side. Who's a player you would love to pick up to add to our team that you think would do great with us? Who would it be? Love you and Sid. <clears throat> so basically, another player on on a, a player on a different team on the defensive side that would help us. Who would you say? I don't have an answer for that at all. I really don't. I can't really think of anybody. I think we got a great group of men. So oh, that's that's kind of your. That's kind of your, your, your answer there. <laughs> All right. Well, Flan gave the political answer. Obviously, we got everything we'd ever want in our team. All right. We don't want anybody outside of us. We keep go ahead and stay on your side. But if we happen to get another player, I think, uh, listen, I'll give my respect. I'll show love to guys who are balling around the league. You talk about a guy like Mark, Micah Parsons with the Cowboys. All right, dog, complete dog. He is uh, a very good football player. He can he can play football well. So if I had to choose one, I'd probably pick Micah um, to go ahead and throw in that little group of D linemen, superb D linemen that we have. I don't know how the rotation would go. You know, I don't know where he would fit in there. But hey, you can never have too many weapons down there in the front level. So I pick him. I think that'd be a good little pick. Um. Okay, and then for our third and final question, we got at days. Uh, if you could play more than one football position, which other position would you pick? Finally. Oh yes, this is this is good. 
<laughs> Flan, go ahead and uh, tell people what you would play. No, no. Are you want me to go first? Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh my gosh. I think for me personally, I would be a great. Don't say what I think you're going to say. Yeah, are you going to be for real or are you going to try and be funny? No, I'm not going to be funny, bro. I'm really going to be for real. Right real. Now. I really real. think. Let's hear it. All right. I really think I would be a great. Man, this is hard. I think I'll be like a great running back, like third down type back. Is that right? I really think I really I really think so. I really think I, if you give me out an open space, kind of isolate me one on one with a defender, I think I'm I'm I think I'm winning that down. Okay. I personally think that. I really honestly truly think that. Okay. So you're saying that you're not great, you know, first, second down in between the tackle no, no, running the ball. Mm-hmm. Not really your first I'm a scat back. Scat back. I'm a scat back. Third down. I'm a scat back. Okay. I'm a scat back. Third down back. I, I respect that. I I can respect mm-hmm. that. I'll take that. I, I I'd be there. I'd be right there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a little tight end back in my day. You know, back in my high school days, I caught a couple balls in that end zone. Um, I think I could play a little tight end at this level as well. However, really, I think a, a position that's a little more fitting for me: yeah. quarterback. Fred. <laughs> Now, I don't know why you're giving this reaction. First of all, you've seen me throw, and <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of arm talent when it comes to throwing the football. First, first and foremost, the, no, you're not going to continue to go the, through the, the ability to process and dissect. You still have defense. to throw the ball, Fred. The ability to process, you dissect all you want, and dissect defenses. All right, and then obviously the mobility to be able to extend plays. I think I, I think I'd be a, a good little candidate. What do you say? Bro, you can dissect. You can read a coverage. You can dissect anything all you want, bro. You cannot throw the ball. Bro, you can't throw the ball, bro. You can't. You cannot right. throw the well, ball. Obviously, uh, Mr. Flint here <laughs> is, uh, is a hater. Okay. <laughs> I, gave you, I, I gave you your love about Mr. Scat back here. Bro, listen, bro. Like, okay, but, like, that's me being honest. That's, my, that's an honest assessment, bro. Ah. That's a very honest assessment about who I am. I didn't say I was a okay, okay, okay. Hey, you, got it, type of guy. you got it, brother. All right, and oh, I got the quarterback. Right. I'll throw that ball to you out of the backfield, Mr. Scatback. All right, you don't need to. That's, that's probably the only way you're going to get your yards, yards anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, good. That's the only way you can get your yards. Okay. Well, another reminder, obviously, uh, to the fans: please continue to send these questions in to us. We love them. We love you guys for tuning in and and sharing your opinions and your comments uh, to us. So. Keep sending those in there for us. Uh, we are wrapping up the end of our segment here. Flan, any last words uh, about Flan thoughts or whatnot? And any, any, you know, anything you want to tell the fans? Man, appreciate you, Mr. Fred Warner, for having me on, of course. And, uh, you know, follow me on Instagram and, Love it. and tune Thanks. in. I'll tell the people your, your Instagram, your Twitter, all that, yeah. Dflan underscore 12, mm-hmm. Twitter Dflan 12, mm-hmm. to tap in tap in it's gonna be fun if you want to see where the flan thoughts and all these other things are being conjured up that's exactly where you need to follow him to be able to see that content he might even add you to your close to his close friends uh yeah you you may make the cut which is exclusive content um if you're able to uh to see that and flan thank you so much for joining the show you are just superb in every way my friend and uh yeah thank you for joining this has been a treat for for me and and the fans as well uh, for everyone, please uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts. And uh, thank you so much for joining on. We are signing off here from the Warner House. See you next time. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcast and to the Warner House on YouTube.